Hey, another great episode of Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you heard, please go online to redsearadio.org and donate, become a monthly sustaining member, and keep us on the air. Thank you and God bless. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Red Sea Roundup. I'm your host, hostess, Judy Como. Welcome, Central Texas, all of our listeners to Red Sea Roundup. Today is September the 26th. It's the feast day of Saints Cosmos and Damien, twin brother doctors. Uh, first of all, I want to say how wonderful it is to have the gift of a Catholic liturgical calendar that we get in the beginning of the year, and uh, there is so much information on a Catholic, (laughs) Thaddeus, you make it hard for me to focus on what I'm trying to say. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I am in a studio with three beautiful ladies. Thank you for all being here this morning. What a lucky, lucky guy you are. Going back to my little teaching on the teaching of a Catholic calendar, uh, such a wonderful resource. You can find mass anywhere in town. You can find con- uh, confession anywhere in town. You can know what liturgical color is going to be on the altar when you get there. And so today I read a little bit about Saints Cosmos and Damien. Uh, twin doctors, they performed a successful leg transplant. And uh, during the I love saying the word Diocletian. Don't even really know what it means. But during the Diocletian um, persecution, uh, they were persecuted because that's what was going on. Um, they didn't. They never accepted any payment for uh, their doctoring, and uh, always taught and talked about Jesus Christ. So therefore, they were the object of persecution. Uh, Two failed attempts to kill them, one of them being bound hand and foot and thrown off a cliff. And they both survived that until they were beheaded. And today's their feast day, so we ask for their intercession. Saints Cosmos and Damien, pray Pray for for us. us. Pray for us. How coordinated. You should be a radio manager. Really? I think you should. Thank you, Judy. That's awesome. (laughs) Affirmation. I appreciate you Um, recommending me for that that position. Thaddeus and I were very blessed to be on retreat together this weekend. Indeed. Uh, Our board, the uh, Red Sea Radio Board, gathered and took some time to reflect and pray. Mm -hmm. And we want to give a public thank you to St. Anthony's Church and Father Joseph Rukamakal for opening the parish to the radio station so that we could have our retreat there on Saturday. And it was it was very good. Great opportunity Deacon for Mike Save Beauvais. the Date for another event mm-hmm. that's going to be taking place uh, at St. Anthony's Parish. We're so blessed with our facilities. I am a parishioner of St. Anthony's and always very proud uh, of our facilities. But uh, we're going to save the date for our family retreat. Second annual family retreat. What's the date, Judy? 
It's the first weekend in January. I think it's the fourth and fifth. Fifth, fifth, fifth and, and sixth. sixth. Friday night. There you go. The fifth and then all day on Saturday the yeah, 6th. We'll be talking a lot about that in the upcoming months. But uh, today my guest is Meredith Olson. I'm very excited to be a part of the Family Rosary Crusade. We're going to speak with her um, after the break, but we're uh, also blessed to talk to Father Jim. Uh, well, Meredith, why don't you go in and introduce Father Jim, and then we'll get him on the line. Oh, with pleasure. Father Jim Kelleher is a priest of the Order of our, um, the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Rosary, the Salt um, Order, and he lives in Corpus Christi, Texas. But he might tell you, I, I have known Father Jim Kelleher since he was 10 years old because I was his babysitter. He grew up in the same town that I did, and what are the chances of that? I, I, left, I left, college, um, left for college in 1964 when he was 10, something like that. Never saw him again until I was in Spokane, Washington, at the Eucharistic Family Rosary Crusade, and there he was leading it. My and this goodness. was how long ago? How long ago did you see him in Spokane? Uh, I saw him on the 23rd of July. So this, this it had been from summer. 1964 to 2017. I had not seen him or talked to him or knew anything about That's it. That's incredible. Wow. And listeners, get ready to hear how all of this wonderful story of the Family Rosary Crusade played out from that point. So um, let's talk with Father Jim. Father Jim Kelleher, welcome to the Red Sea Roundup. Hey, Father Jim. Thanks, It's great to be rounding up. <laughs> Indeed. Always round up. Hi, Father Jim. It was so... Texas. Say that again? We're in Texas. Yes, we are. <laughs> Yeehaw. It was uh, such a... Father Jim, before we get rolling, if you're on a speakerphone, it might, it might help things if you... Uh, took off speakerphone and just went to normal handset operation. Okay, I'll go to normal handset here. Thank you, sir. Okay, I'm on normal handset. There you go. And see, that's why he's the station manager. He knows all the technicalities and the ins and the outs. Uh, Father Jim, so excited to talk to you about uh, our upcoming Family Rosary Crusade. Um, if you could yes. give us a little introduction and how you became a part or the Family Rosary became right. a part of you. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's first say a prayer to the Holy Spirit, uh, Judy, because we want the Holy Spirit to guide everything we're doing. So Absolutely. I'll just say a phrase, and if you and all the listeners repeat it, we'll let the Holy Spirit take over here. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. O Holy Spirit. O Holy Spirit. Soul of my soul. Soul of my soul. I worship and adore you. I worship and adore you. Enlighten and guide. Enlighten and guide. Strengthen and console me. Strengthen and console me. Tell me what I ought to do. Tell me what I ought to do. And command me to do it. And command me to do it. I promise to be submissive. I promise to be submissive. In everything you permit to happen to me. In everything you permit to happen to me. Only show me what is your will. Only show me what is your will. Amen. Amen. Okay, so I know we don't have a whole lot of time, so I'll try to go sort of fast. Um, I began doing stadium events uh, of Eucharistic Adoration Global Living Rosary in, uh, on May 13, 2005 in the Dallas Cotton Bowl. And on a Friday night at 7, the 
uh, Bishop of Dallas led a 300-person Eucharistic procession onto the field. He placed Jesus in the monstrance on an elevated altar on the 50-yard line, and 22,000 people worshiped the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and the Prince of Peace. And that's what we're all about, is worshiping, knowing, loving Jesus, serving him. We also built the largest rosary in the world, 60 yards long. The Hail Mary beads were three feet in diameter. We had people from all over the world be living beads of a living rosary. They said the first half of their Our Fathers and Hail Marys in their native language, and the rest of the stadium said the second half in English. That's called a global living rosary. And then the evening ended with um, the bishop leading benediction. And as he processed off the field, he was blessing everybody with Jesus in the monstrance. So this was really a, a game-changing experience, actually a life-changing experience for the people of Dallas. It, they'd gone through some tough times up there, but this big event galvanized the Catholic community. And before this event, the, the extent of Catholic radio was a couple of uh, radio shows that would go for maybe one or two hours a week on secular stations. Well, within a year after the Cotton Bowl event, they not only had a, a large English radio station, but they also obtained a large Spanish radio station. So they were breathing with both lungs, as we say. And the fellow who had been doing a two-hour radio show before the uh, Dallas Cotton Bowl event, he became the general manager of those two radio stations. So the principle here is you've got to micro-practice if you want to get to the macro experience. So um, anyway, I've done a couple other city events since then, but I'd like to talk about the most recent one, which was in Spokane, Washington. It was Sunday night, July 23rd, 7 p.m. in Spokane Aviston Minor League Baseball Stadium. It was a stadium of the Spokane Indians. And on that night, 5,000 people came to a stadium that held 7,000 for an evening of Eucharistic Adoration and Global Living Rosary. And Bishop Thomas Daly, the Bishop of Spokane, he led that event. And he preached on the Eucharist, and I preached on Our Lady of Fatima and the Rosary, praying the Daly Family Rosary. Now, Judy, it just happened that in that crowd that night was a woman from College Station, Texas, and her name's Meredith Olson, who, believe it or not, she already told you she was my babysitter when I was 10 years old in the city of Ellensburg, Washington. Well, she saw that event on July 23rd, and she came back to Texas, and she said, if they can do that in Washington, we certainly can do it in Texas. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> and so she galvanized a team of men and women in a very short period of time, probably in less than two or three weeks. And now there's going to be uh, on, let's see if I can get this right, 10 a.m. <laughs> Saturday, October 21st, there's going to be a Global Living Rosary in Bomber Stadium. The Holy Spirit's going to set Aggieland on fire. <laughs> oh, for our listeners, you uh, would have a greater appreciation that uh, we've been working with Father Jim to pronounce Aggieland and Brazos and having a, a more local sound to that. Uh, you know, Father Jim, um, lots of us marvel at our day-to-day -day life and the Christ incidences that go on. Um, and yeah. this definitely Christ incidents, uh, and Meredith will explain a, a little later, like why she was in Spokane, can. And um, yeah. so here's the, you know, Christ incidents of that. And 
last week you were here. You thought you were here for the vocations uh, ministry fair here, but you were really here so you could meet with us and um, inspire yeah. us with your um, your passion and your beautiful guidance, just as you started this uh, show off with uh, uh, asking the Holy Spirit to guide us through um, this Amen. This show, this uh, our meetings, um, and because we want to be submissive to the Holy Spirit, and uh, where the where the Holy Spirit is, our Blessed Mother, her, His spouse is always there, uh, interceding yeah. for us and working with us. So um, it it was. It's just I can't even find words to describe the awesomeness. It it really is sort of amazing because. Um, you know, I was only in College Station one night and part of the next day, right? And but you were able to have your meeting that night, and and it, like you said, it coincided with the Vocation Awareness Day at um, uh, St. You know, Mary's Newman Center there at A and M, and so we were just able to really run with the Holy Spirit, right? Right, and and Meredith came home and um, invited a, a formed a team and. Um, we had no idea that uh, you would be able to be here for the day of the event and be our master of ceremony. So um, many signal graces continue to inspire us as we go through the planning and the formation. But uh, we're just the little worker bees here in Bryan and College Station and uh, are open to our Blessed Mother's guidance throughout that. So um, we... Exactly. Yes. Uh, did you want to elaborate on uh, your visit here and how? Um, tell well, us about. Well, yeah, I was really impressed with the energy level of everybody there in College Station and um, the willingness for everybody to use their gifts um, to promote uh, Our Lady and the Rosary. And of course, the you know I like to ask rhetorically, what is the role of the Virgin Mary? The role of the Virgin Mary is always to lead us to Jesus, especially to Jesus in the Eucharist. So. In this particular event at Bomber Stadium, it's going to be a global living rosary. It won't have the Eucharistic adoration added to it because we really didn't have enough time, you know, to do that big of an event. Because it, ta- it has more working parts when you have the Eucharistic adoration. But yes, we're going to have a big banner behind the statue of Our Lady that's going to show Our Lady of Fatima worshiping Jesus in the monstrance. And we want that big banner. It's going to be 12 feet by 24 feet. We want that behind Our Lady as a backdrop, just to remind people that when we pray the rosary, we're asking the Virgin Mary to pray with us directly to Jesus. And her prayer is very, very powerful because she's the mother of Jesus, and she was conceived without sin. So like when you and I pray, we deserve to get X amount of grace. But when we ask the Virgin Mary to pray <laughs> with us, we, we receive like 100X, 1,000X. Exponential. <laughs> Yeah, exponential. And that's why so many miracles happen when we pray the rosary. And I know even among our listeners, people have had experiences as they prayed the rosary that family members have been healed of cancer, made recoveries from car accidents, or been protected from car accidents. I know I've sometimes when I've been praying the rosary, driving my car, I'll have a near accident and I'll realize that it was the intercession of Our Lady that protected me from something bad happening. You know, you can just feel it. Oh, absolutely. Um, Father Jim, twice in our conversation, uh, you've used the word galvanize it. Uh, the Dallas 
uh, rosary event galvanized the yeah. Catholic community. And um, yes. I just, it, th- that word stuck out to me twice. And so um, <clears throat> I, I just think that, you know, as you said, things are happening here in the Bryan and College Station area. Um, just a couple of weeks ago at a youth event in a secular setting, downtown Bryan, um, Right. We were able to have uh, exposition of the Blessed Sacrament and also prayed Holy Mass. And um, what a what a witness of our faith of who knows what walked by there, who walked by there when and saw some yes. some little glimpse of our Catholic faith. Um, I've gone to diocesan youth conferences and secular venues, and I always kind of marvel at the room like. The next, whoever rents this place next, they have no idea the holy ground that they're walking on. Um, And now we're going to enter into another secular uh, stadium. But um, the opportunity for this to galvanize our Catholic community here is uh, just so very exciting. It really is. There's going to be a lot of blessings that are going to come as a result of this event in College Station. I mean, you know, at Brian Field, and I mean, Bomber, <laughs> getting all mixed up here. Is Bomber Field in Brian? There you go. Yeah, so this was, there's going to be a lot of graces that are going to come from the event at Bomber Stadium in Brian, and it's going to reach out throughout the A&M region, but it's going to go beyond. I think it's going to reach to Houston. I think there's going to be Houston people coming to this event because they're going to feel the call of the Virgin Mary, because Houston right now is devastated, and they certainly need Our Lady's maternal care and powerful intercession right now. So right now I'm putting a call out there. Call up all your friends in Houston and send them to Bomber Stadium. Right, also October 21st, 10 a.m. Yes, sir, and we we have listeners in Waco right now that's uh, about 50 miles from here, so the the net is being cast uh, broadly just right here on this show uh, with our station, uh, our listening Beautiful. listening area. Um, just uh, just so excited, and uh, we're going to go to a break in just a moment, Father. So I would uh, ask that you could lead us in the memorari as a closing, yes. and then give us your blessing if you could. Okay, so we'll do the memorari right now, where we use it. Do it in the singular, where we say "I and Thou." Remember, O oh, most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. And Lord, I ask you to send angels to guide and protect all my friends in the A&M region there, in the Brasses Valley. I can't say it. Brasses Valley. <laughs> and Lord, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon them to anoint them, that they can be living witnesses of your love and mercy to everyone you bring it across their path. And Lord, we ask a special blessing on the October 21st Global Living Rosary in Bomber Stadium at 10 a.m. And may Almighty God bless each one of you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Father Jim. We look forward to seeing you soon. Okay. And many blessings. Bye-bye.
Welcome back to Red Sea Roundup. If you're just joining us, you really missed the prelude to this uh, rest of our show, but that's okay. We're going to get you caught up. I'm here uh, in our studio with my guest, Meredith Olson. We're joined by our friend, Terry Lipscomb, and friend to Catholic Radio, um, who's going to... She's our reporter. She's going to tell us what we need to say if we forget something. Isn't that right, Meredith? That's right. Yes. So my guest is Meredith Olson, uh, a name familiar here in the Bryan College Station area, Catholic rock star. Um, wow. In, <laughs> uh, in our area and soon parts beyond. Who knows? Uh, Meredith, welcome to the show. Thank you, Judy. Good morning. So we're talking about uh, an event coming up here, and uh, just so excited. Um, it's like I'm. I wish it was here, but I'm glad it's not. Kind of a thing because we have work to do, and we hope that our listeners um, will take some notes. And this is a live show. We always um, invite any phone calls uh, to call in. Our station number is eight five Love Red Sea. That's eight five five. Six eight three seven three three two. So we would welcome your comments or um, volunteerism. Of course, we need some worker bees for this event. It's October the twenty first at Bomber Stadium. And Meredith, tell us a little bit about yourself and what events happened. For me to say, mm-hmm. you need to come on the radio and let's tell everybody about it. Okay, what we're talking about is a very exciting event. I am sure it's the first time anything like this has ever happened in Bryan College Station. And we know already that many things happened here for the first time that went globally. Uh, you think of 40 Days for Life. You think of the growth of St. Mary's. Well, anyway, this is going to be a family rosary crusade. And Pope Francis has said, get out of your churches I want you praying in your churches, but get out of your churches into the outskirts and spread your Catholic faith. And I've heard that message for years, and I thought, how do we do that? Well, I just had this most incredible experience this summer, and I guess I'll start with that before I give you the details about what's going to happen on, on October 21st. But um, listen up, because this is, <laughs> this is definitely the Holy Spirit, and it's our Blessed Mother who's working out the details, because it sounds impossible. And as... Uh, Mother Angelica always said, you've got to dare to do the ridiculous so our Lord can do the miraculous. And I would say this family rosary crusade is going to be miraculous. So how it happened was was a very tragic happening in my family life. Um, my, my nephew, um, he was 31 years old, and a brilliant young man, but very, very obviously depressed because he committed suicide. And my whole family is from the state of Washington, and he committed suicide in Alexandria, Virginia, all the way across the country. Well, it was it happened on the 10th of July, and it was just devastating for all of us. I had so many um, so many plans because I was going on the Axe retreat the weekend that this happened, and I had I was to be the spiritual companion for the retreat, and I realized as much as I wanted to be there, I could not. So. I went home, um, and this I have to tell you that this is the second son that my brother has lost. Oh, Lord so to lose two sons, it was so tragic. But anyway, so um, I flew home to be with my family, uh, totally unexpected. And um, my mother's 98 years old, and we just couldn't tell her how Garrett died. We told her that he died, and uh, tragic. But the family came together in a beautiful way. And so the, the, his funeral was on the 17th of July. 
and the family had gathered. Well, I and as I said, I had not planned to be there at all. But then on the 23rd of July, as Father Jim told you earlier in the broadcast, there had been planned for over a year a Eucharistic family rosary crusade to be held in Spokane, Washington, on the Avista Field, which is the minor league baseball field. Uh, and because I happened to be there, and the most another amazing part is that my sister-in-law, the, the mother of this young man who committed suicide, actually was the prime mover of this Eucharistic Family Rosary Crusade because she had been a, a schoolmate of Father Jim Kelleher, who was the founder of this. And as, I, as you heard all, earlier, I was his babysitter. I mean, all of these events throughout my life have happened to bring me to this event. So I hope this I've made this clear as we move on. But anyway, so I went to Spokane for this rosary event, and I was sitting there watching this. And if you go on Facebook you will see pictures of that Crozery Crusade. And I took pictures with my camera, and I'm a terrible picture taker, but yet apparently, again, it was the Holy Spirit because these are, you can see these on Facebook now, you can see how beautiful this event of 5,000 people was. It was amazing. Yeah, if, if I could just interrupt you yes. for a second, uh, Terry, you, um, we got the email, she'll talk about inviting us, and we got the email and she shared these pictures on there, which... We didn't even pay attention to. I didn't even open the email pictures, which is really, really sad. And um, it went once I did open them, and I kept seeing Meredith apologize for these poor pictures. And I was ready to jump ship from this little event when Meredith had to leave for another reason, which we'll talk about again later. I was really in, but I wasn't all in like Judy and I talk about. (laughs) But when I saw these pictures, I was moved to be all in. Right. So I mentioned this so our listeners can go to the Facebook page. Um, There's a Facebook page for the Spokane event, and now we have a Facebook page for ours that shares these pictures and helps uh, everyone to really... Get a vision. uh, ...encompass what this is going to be by God's grace. So Mm -hmm. thank you for those pictures, Meredith. They are fabulous, and they are on our page. If you type in... The Brian Crusade, you will see them. Okay, thank you. Well, it was just sitting in the in the stands, and I just heard the Holy Spirit say, "Well, you can do bring this to the Brazos Valley. Sure, you can." And and I thought, "Well, I I don't know, can I?" And the Blessed Mother, "Yes, yes, yes, you can." <laughs> and you have to realize that these Rosary Crusades take a year in the planning, and so I realized the twenty third of July was. <laughs> If we were going to do it before the end, uh, we wanted to do it in October before the end of the 100-year anniversary of the, of the apparitions of Fatima, it had to be happen quickly. So when I came home, uh, first thing we had to do was to find a venue, and I, I called a friend, Patty Vesey, and asked her to please call around, see if we could get um, Wolfpen Creek. I thought maybe the amphitheater would be a good venue. Well, we couldn't get that. And so then we were looking at parks, and I thought, a park? It just isn't. And I just... But inspiration, Bomber Stadium. I'd only been there once in my life. I didn't really even know where it was. <laughs> so without even seeing it, I called Susan Lovelette because her husband had been the uh, director of Parks and Rec for Brian and said, could you find out if we could get Bomber Stadium for the 14th because the anniversary would be on the 13th of October for the last apparition. It wasn't available. They're having a three-day uh, sports event then. But he said the 21st is free. And he said, and for $200, you can rent oh, it. Oh, my. I said, what? $200? We can. <laughs> so I said, take it. We, at that point, we had no committee. We had nothing. We just had a venue. 
and and no sponsorship either. So the next act was to write to the busiest people I know. That's Judy and <laughs> and Terry and a few other beautiful people, and and just told them the vision, and. They responded very quickly because, I, as I knew they would, yes, well, yeah, well, what is this? You had no idea what I was talking yeah. about, really. Sign this blank check. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so the next thing was to find a sponsor. So I talked to Father Albert, and he, he, he envisioned just a, a rosary gathering, and he said, sure, St. Thomas yeah. will do Father that. Albert is the pastor He's, of St. Thomas Aquinas yes. here in Bryant College Father Station. Al- Albert LaForet. So he said, yes, he would do it. And, and then from then, it just began to balloon and it was all through the inspiration of the Blessed Mother. And I think I, I was home again back in Washington State last week because my mother is very ill. Right. So for our listeners, what uh, Terry was talking a little bit about is that we had our first meeting. Um, there was about six of us, Susan Lovelett, as you mentioned, uh, Ann Bame, Terry, myself, and uh, Meredith. And we and you Rose. Started, and Rose Schmidt. Uh, Schmidt. Oh, my gosh. Don't forget Rose. She's <laughs> most the importantly, the Most bone. importantly, Rose Schmidt. <laughs> And uh, laid out what what had already taken place and some key points. And shortly after that, Meredith found out that her mother had sustained this injury and had and to I'm leave. ready to jump ship. <laughs> <laughs> so I leave them all in the lurch. <laughs> right. So, But it was just amazing. And, and Father Jim told me, he says, I think that was meant to be for you to leave. <laughs> Yet again, you know, so amazing how the bless our Lord works because... Absolutely, you have a plan and you want to go forward and you know it's his will, but then he just puts you on a detour immediately because he has a better plan. And so it happened. I left town and then amazing things happened. The team just picked up and did so many beautiful things and um, to, to get things going. And, you know, I, I think about the importance of the rosary because um, the rosary really comes from St. Dominic in the, in the 13th century. So that's a long time ago. And, and the Blessed Mother told him the importance of it and and she's continued to tell us that, continued to say, pray the rosary, because it is the weapon. You don't need atom bombs, and you don't need swords, and plow- you, need, you need the rosary, because it's the weapon that will, that will bring peace to the world. And we, as Catholics, you know, we don't listen to that. We want to do something more dramatic. It's, a, it's 10 minutes of your day. So through, through at, at uh, Fatima, and that's what we're... That's why this is so important to get this done this year is because it's the 100th anniversary. And Mary, once again, is imploring us, pray the rosary as a family, as individuals, every day. And that will bring peace to our world. And you know our world needs peace now. So we want to just have 1,500 to 2,000 people in Bomber Stadium praying the living rosary together. It's going to be very, very beautiful. Just an outline of what's going to happen that day. Is, is we're going to have a, a procession. We have a statue of our Blessed Mother, which Father Dean Wilhelm, who many of you may know from when he was he was at St. Mary's as associate pastor and then at St. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas as pastor, is now pastor at St. William's in Round Rock. And he is giving us the, sta- the four-foot statue of Our Lady of Fatima from his parish. Anyway, our Blessed Mother will be carried in on a carrier surrounded by 350 roses. She will be carried into the stadium and placed... Um, at on the pitcher's mound, and we will have. She will be followed by uh, thirty to fifty first communion children from last year in their first communion outfits, followed by teenagers, followed by priests and deacons, and then we will have a crowning of our Blessed Mother. Then we will have ten people from each of the five five parishes here in the Brazos in the Brazos Valley, representing the Hail Marys and the Our Fathers 
of a living rosary, they will be standing around the infield. Um, and as we go around, everyone will be saying one uh, Hail Mary of the rosary. And our hope is to get it in as many languages as possible. As Father Jim said earlier, it will be the first part of the Hail Mary will be said in their native tongue, and we will all respond the second part in English. And so this event should take about an hour and a half. Um, the, the grandstands, we want them to be filled. And we just, we just want this to be an event where we praise our Blessed Mother for, for in, um, being in our lives and for leading us to her Blessed Son, Jesus. Yes, um, just um, I'm almost uh, <laughs> overwhelmed with excitement. Um, and as I told y'all, uh, of course, this is a live show today, and we would welcome any calls uh, to call in to 85-LOVE-RED-SEA. That's 855 855- Six eight three seven three three two, but uh, through the gift of technology, um, Terry just got some uh, confirmation. So just another signal, Grace. I I just can't um, <laughs> tell you the excitement in the room, and Thaddeus can uh, verify this because last week we had just met with Father Jim, and Judy and I on tail end went to a meeting with Thaddeus, and we just blew him so much out of the water that he couldn't even concentrate on the next meeting because Judy and I were just talking. We were just giddy because we had met with Father, and I had the blessing of taking Father to the stadium. Uh, I did a little live with him explaining the event, which you also can see on our Facebook page, Invite. But um, what Meredith forgot to mention, which I think is adorable, using one of Judy's words, (laughs) is that um, when... Meredith went to take care of her mother. That was the night that we got to meet with Father Jim. And he, Meredith came back with a little smaller vision. She was trying to make it more realistic. But when Father Jim was here, he just said, no, we've got to do this and this. And so he thinks that Meredith had to go to Washington so he could come here and make it as grand as the Holy Spirit had desired, <laughs> which I think is just so precious and and I'm so much all in and I cannot explain enough to you the the excitement of this event in our town. Right. And so when Father Jim was talking about this banner that was going to be behind it, we didn't have any verification that that was going to actually happen. No, he said um as I was walking around the stadium, he gave us uh, uh Susan and I a vision of what it was going to look like in our neutral bolt Stadium, which is now that is the Bomber Stadium. Those of you who don't know that, I did not know that until that day. So the Bomber Stadium is now called the Nutribolt. So when you see Nutribolt, you know that we're talking about the Bomber Stadium. But he he showed in our mind this big billboard, and I just got confirmation from Fast Signs that they're going to make this at no charge. Oh my! Gosh. And so um, thank you to Kevin and Christy Brightwell. Awesome. Yes, Father, Father um, said it's really important that we understand, you know, because it could look like we are worshiping Mary you know, to, to the outsider, to a Protestant, we could, because we're going to have the statue of her, we're going to crown her, we're going to be praying a rosary. So if, for Protestants who don't understand our devotion to the Blessed Mother, it could look 
it could look uh, like idolatry. idolatry. And that's always a concern. Of course, we know that's not the case, but to them it looks like it. So this this billboard, Father, of course, wanted it to be 36 meters long and, you know, 150 high, you know, which is impossible because we're working on a, a stadium that's got astroturf, so we can't pound anything in. It has to be freestanding. But he said on this poster, you're going to see not only the Blessed Mother with her hands um, with, with her hands in prayer, but you're going to see the monstrance with the Eucharist so that it shows very, very graphically and clearly that all we are doing is praying to the Blessed Mother to send our prayers to her son because she only leads us to her son. So that's the whole objective. And so this banner behind our Blessed Mother, this uh, billboard, is going to show that very graphically. Um, 12 feet by 24 feet is your standard billboard size, and that's the size it's going to be, which I think we will um, erect a stand with a bottom on it that it will be probably have to be eight foot or longer on a like a T to mm-hmm. stand it behind the second base. PVC. I have it pictured. I can. Uh, anyway, David, don't. David does metal. I don't know there what it's go. going to look like. <laughs> don't miss this event because it is a once in a lifetime. And I know there's always such this problem with your kids are involved in so many activities and there's sports and there's games and there's this and there's that. But, you know, so many of those things it's going to go on all year. It's going to go on next year, the year after, the year after. But this this family family living rosary crusade is only going to happen once. And so implore you, if you can make arrangements, to don't miss it. Well, so many things that goes on in our day-to-day life has the opportunity to impact us for the rest of our life, every Mass that we go to, of course. But coming together at this event, it it is going to change a person's life. Um, And I don't know what's going on at religious education uh, programs at other parishes, but I can only assume because the year of Fatima is so important that I know that it's being taught and referred to at the all ages at St. Anthony's. And last week, just, I just uh, marvel at the details of our God our high school had a, our lesson was on Our Lady of Fatima and other Marian apparitions. So we've planted that seed in our teens to start making, helping this make sense. Like she's real. She appears here for a reason and always, always leading us closer to her son. Always, I would beg to say there's not a Marian apparition that doesn't ask us to pray the rosary and to pray for world peace. And as Father Jim talked about last Tuesday, um, and I I call mine faith book, not Facebook, because I really intentionally um, post things that can help us learn more about our Lord. Uh, but what a time do we need unification and to be galvanized as a Catholic community. That word is going to be on my lips for a while. Um, Houston is just a short 90 miles away, and uh, we... Um, offer prayers for the tragedy of Hurricane Harvey, but tragedies happen all over day to day, and um, we're so in need of our Blessed Mother's in intercession in our daily lives. Uh, so we have this opportunity here. And so, um, Meredith and Terry, let's talk about some things that are still need to come together as we uh, work towards this day. Well, I'd like to mention that we would like you to, those of you who who have a first communicant who still fits in their um, beautiful dress or or suit that they wore last year, and those who who have their outfit for this coming, this 
First Communion, that they would come in their beautiful clothes to honor Mary. And what a beautiful way to show our children that we're united. And, you know, I, I love to go to an event with my children so they can see other families pray the rosary and to encourage them by seeing other people. So that's a huge part of this rally, which I didn't get that till I saw these beautiful pictures. And also, um, I am in charge of these languages that we spoke about. So if you know a language, if it's your native tongue, or you would like to learn a new language, I have an adorable um, recording of Father Jim speaking the Hail Mary in Russian. He wants my son to learn it and pray one of the beads that day. I may let Meredith tutor him on that because I understand that they speak Russian. But anyway, please come forward. Call the radio station. Call Judy. Call myself, Meredith. Help us have as many different languages because this is a global event. And another, just another opportunity for us to be Catholic universal. Mm-hmm. Um as that part of it. Yes, and, and universal, yes, but even bringing the churches in the Brazos Valley together, I think that's so important. When we moved here 20 years ago, I know people from St. Joseph wouldn't even want to drive across town to St. Thomas, you know, and I'd heard the same from St. Thomas. St. Joseph, I'm not that so far away. I think that's broken down over the last 20 years, but still the idea of people from all five parishes coming together, meeting each other, working together on a project, it's really beautiful, and I think that was the beauty of the meeting last last Tuesday with Father Jim. There were people from every parish. The Hispanic community was there, so excited to just to to launch this. Mm-hmm. We have we have people coming from the the pastor down at our um, Christ Our Light in Navasota is all on board. Uh, it's 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 much much bigger than the three of us. And as uh, Judy or as uh, Terry said, yeah, my vision is was very myopic compared to <laughs> to fathers because I'm thinking logistically, what can we do? I keep forgetting that it's not us. It is, it is a blessed mother, and she she wants this bigger than that. So we're just to get in line, get in line <laughs> behind Mary. Um, another thing that Judy Judy um, mentioned to me just now was that Father has asked us to pray the Memorari, that beautiful, beautiful prayer. And she says that he said that we pray nine Memoraries in petition for the success, and then we pray a 10th memorari in thanksgiving for the success. So those of us who are on the, on the team, that's what we're doing every day. And he said, to keep you focused, pray the first three memoraries viewing Our Lady of Guadalupe. See the image of her in your heart and in your, in your mind. The second three Hail Marys, look, have the image of Our Lady of Lourdes, that beautiful image in, in Lourdes, uh, in the Pyrenees Mountains, beautiful image of her for the next three memoraries. And then for the last three memoraries, uh, Our Lady of Fatima. Uh, see the image of her in, the, in, the, uh, in Fatima, uh, staying on that home bush with those three little beautiful children in front, of, in front of her. Think of that as you pray your memoraries, and it'll just make, make those prayers even more beautiful. So we encourage you all to do that. Nine of petition and one of thanksgiving. Meredith, we had heard this before, and who who did you you introduced this to us once before? Who was the founder of this nine novena memorari? Do you remember? Was it Mother Angelica or maybe Saint Teresa? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I I don't know, but I certainly know Father Jim believes in it totally. But I don't know. We had practiced it before this. We've we've done ten in other things. I don't know if it was the memorari. Was it? 
it was. So, okay, I'll research that and let you okay. know, get back to you on that. Thaddeus thinks it's Mother Teresa. He's working, it was either Mother uh, Teresa or Mother Angelica. Mother and uh, for those of you who are praying, oh, it's Mother Teresa. We've got Yay. confirmation from Thank Dennis you. Oh, through the looking glass. So <laughs> this Teresa. comes up from way high. It's not Father Jim's uh, invention, <laughs> but we will give him credit for passing it on to us in a, in a bigger way. Yes. Right. And uh, Terry... Uh, Ask us to join her in praying. Right now, we're in the middle of the Saint Therese of Lisieux novena, and um, so I've been praying it for the intention of the fa- Family Rosary Crusade. And um, I, I just think that uh, you know I have to take things and make them small for my poor little brain to understand them. But um, this example of uh, turning to the Blessed Mother, asking for the intercession of the Holy Spirit. If we could just incorporate that in every little opportunity in our day-to-day, you know, something comes up and it's like, all right, I've got to do this and this and this. And just happened to me yesterday, as my intimate friends know, showers and mowing the grass for me are opportunities that (laughs) the Holy Spirit works with me. And I was just like, okay, Judy, you're trying to row this boat by yourself, stop, get out of the way, and ask for the Blessed Mother to lead us. And um, as repeated, I just I just keep looking back over the last six months and little details of things that are, have led to this. This summer, uh, St. Anthony's uh, joined together in a Marian consecration as a retreat format. And if you've done the 33 Days to Morning Glory Marian consecration uh, and are interested in taking that to the next level. Doing it as a retreat um, is a amazing opportunity. Um, just Mary, 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 everywhere we look. Uh, we've planned our meeting here at St. Mary's for uh, tonight, but next week we're going to meet at St. Anthony's. Happens to be the same night that our altar society and the Knights of Columbus will be meeting, so we'll go and talk to them. And um, I would assume y'all would share the that the best thing that anyone can do to help us is to pray these uh, nine memorares, but to invite, make your uh, commitment to come to it and invite someone else to come with you. Yes, and we're planning to blanket the parishes, too, with uh, pulpit announcements, hopefully, and then outside of Mass, we will be encouraging people to come. We'll be handing out miraculous medals to everyone. They've been blessed. Um, and... Uh, the idea, too, is even to get people to sign up to come. Because, you know, if you put your name on a piece of paper that says, yes, I am coming, chances are you will come. Whereas you might say, oh, if it works in, I will come. And then you perhaps not. But if you have signed up. So we're going to also have clipboards with sheets to sign in and say, yes, I am coming. And I'm bringing my children, I'm bringing my mother, my father. I'm bringing as many people as I can uh, We as we want to fill Bomber Stadium. What a sadness to have this event and people decide They'd rather do something secular. We are saying, Mary's saying, come, come, my children, come, be with me. Father, um, we were blessed to have Father Jim celebrate Mass at St. Thomas last Wednesday morning around 10, 1030. And um, he called these miraculous medals Mary's Silver Bullet. (laughs) So yesterday when I got this beautiful package of 4,000 blessed miraculous medals that we collaboratively collected money for and paid for for the for this event, this little box is sitting and my kids are going, wow, what's in that box? I said, it's 
full of silver bullets. <laughs> so it was it made a cute story and 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 um we're all my whole family is very excited and Father Jim gave us a challenge. You know, he's really good with numbers and he he just multiplied, you know, how many people are here at mass? There's 50 of y'all. If you each bring 10, that's, you know, he he just <laughs> gave the numbers and and you know, I was thinking about Bomber Stadium and I've been to a, to quite a few games there and I have never seen the stadium filled. So this is going to be very exciting, and um, so much so that um, the girls and I, the event planners there, started thinking about the parking. And um, we just got a lot of ground covered that day that I happened to go out there with Father, and she has contacted the North Little League um, people and gave us permission to park even in their area. So um, if you want, if if you're worried about the parking, because you should be, you might want to gather um, in the parking lots on Texas Avenue and carpool, maybe your family, the 10 people that you invite. And um, Father John, Father Jim even um, suggested that we do some walking there, like make it uh, a, a pilgrimage. So you could park on Texas Avenue. There's quite a few big parking lots where the um, that little Walmart... Um, market Walmart used to be, and now it's empty. You could gather your family. Be very careful when you cross the street, but you could cross the street and and make a little pilgrimage to the stadium. Was one of the suggestions. Right, I, that's a great idea, and I would challenge um, at St. Anthony's uh, on Good Friday. We've had living stations of the cross for uh, over fifteen years, and we process for three miles around the neighborhood. And uh, people gather and they follow in the procession, but you're walking through a neighborhood and people see something and uh, what's going on. And we've learned to have little papers that St. Anthony's, here's our mass schedule, hi, you know, and be intentional when people ask you questions, be informed, be able to tell them. So it's going to be, there's neighborhoods around here and people are going to be wondering what's going on. And so it's our job to inform them, invite. And, you know, I would say most masses around uh, here in the Brazos Valley pray a rosary before masses at one point in time or the other. And, you know, contact those people who are already devoted to the rosary who may not know about this um, and invite them in Holy Rosary Societies. We have the opportunity to invite people that we may not be thinking about right yeah. now. Right now, you know, each I know St. Joseph and St. Thomas Aquinas have rosary guilds who, and St. Mary's as well, who are in the business of making rosaries. Well, I called them right away and I told both of them, we need a thousand rosaries and we need them by the 21st of October. And so they're, they, new people who have never even made them before are making rosaries. And just think of how, how this snowballs. Um, so we're planning to have to hand out to everyone who comes into the stadium a blessed rosary, a miraculous medal, and a booklet, a booklet uh, of the all, all 20 stations of, I mean, I mean, all 20 mysteries of the rosary. And this is another interesting story. Father Jim is in contact with a, a wealthy family in, in Denver because he's planning to do a rosary rally, a Eucharistic Global Rosary Rally at the Den- at the stadium in Denver, Mile High Stadium. Is that oh what it's my. called? Yes, anyway, it so he has this rich contact, which you need. So the, he was telling him about the rosary. He's never been. So this gentleman and his wife are flying to Houston and driving to College Station to attend our little bomber stadium oh, <laughs> event wow. just to see how it goes. And he 
This gentleman said, if you want me to, I will pay half to buy rosary booklets, a thousand rosary booklets. So he's paying half, we're paying half so that everyone can have one of these So books. now we're ordering 2,000, right? He's going to pay for 1,000 and we're going to pay for 1,000. Yeah. Double down. Hey, yeah. So is it called match, match on the how, table? You see how our Blessed Mother works? It just way beyond our, our plans. She just, she just increases the graces. Absolutely. And until uh, Father Jim got here last week and was here at St. Mary's, um, which if you're from Bryan and College Station, we know there's a quite a large athletic facility not too far from here. <laughs> um, and Father Jim was, uh, he talked for a while and he got up and just was walking around the room so excited. And he said, you, do y'all know why we're having this at Bomber Stadium this year? Because our Blessed Mother wants it to be at Kyle Field next year. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, hmm? I know he is Bigger dream is Minute made in Houston <laughs> yeah. in 12 to 18 months. That's oh, my goodness. Well, you had, I wasn't with him uh, on the day. I didn't even hear that. So that's so exciting to hear that, too. Yeah, but he, stair steps, we could skip the step of uh, Kyle Field and move right on to the there. Minute that made. would be uh, very awesome. So um, we have just a few more minutes uh, to close, Meredith. So, um, What's kind of changed in your perception uh, over the last couple of weeks and uh, from the day you were sitting there getting ready to pray the rosary in uh, Spokane and now? It's, it's like anything in life. You know, you're, you have a series of consolations and desolations, and it's so important for everyone to be aware that that happens because the consolations were awesome in the beginning. And, and then in the last few nights, I, I wake up in the night and sort of you call it a desolation because I start saying, well, what if, what if, what if? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, no, Mary, this, you do not want me. That's the devil entering in when I start to think about all the small details that need to be taken care of. So I just double hold the rosary in my hand at all times and say, Mary, this is the weapon and you are in charge. I'm not going to let any, anything else enter into my mind. Right. Oh, well, that's uh, what our... At the beginning of the show, Thaddeus and I were on retreat this weekend, and it was some Ignatian spirituality mm-hmm. where we talked about desolations and consolations. Mm-hmm. And you keep pointing at things, and I <laughs> don't know what you're doing over there, mm-hmm. Thaddeus. Um, well, Thaddeus, I'm sure your mind is just whirling about uh, our conversation. And um, and we had some Ignatian spirituality at the retreat this week this weekend, and what were you going to say? Well, I was just, I, I know you've been listening to us three women chatter over here and our enthusiasm about this product, pro, um, program, program. <laughs> Mike, trying to do too many things at once, read and talk. <laughs> it's a, it's a challenge, my friends. Um, but when uh, <laughs> Meredith mentioned consolation and desolation, I know that that's what we were uh, thinking and praying about over this past weekend, but yeah. uh, this has been a lot of consolation yeah. to me this morning. Hearing oh. y'all, how it's all come together, and it's going to be a an amazing event. Yes, I mean something. Thanks for being t- such good instruments. Thank you. Something that should take a year, we're doing in two and a half months. So that is the work of the Lord. Absolutely, and we're hoping we're hoping that the uh, the radio station will be there on the day of, and uh, possibly record some, if not all of it. We're in negotiations. Yes, we are. <laughs> I know the station manager. Yeah, I think, <laughs> they, yeah. Uh, we could, so. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's a for all of our listeners. It's it is a very busy week here in the Brazos Valley. Um, starting with a Wednesday night at St. Anthony's, October the 18th, um, we will receive a first-class relic of St. Anthony's, St. Anthony to be housed at our parish, and uh, the bishop will be here. It's a very, uh, really once-in-a-lifetime kind of a opportunity. And the next night, uh, Thursday night, is our Red Sea benefit Uh here in Bryan, our guest speaker will be uh, Deacon Harold uh, Harold Burke Servers. Yes, Burke Servers. Yes, mm-hmm. um, great and, opportunity. And our benefit's going to be dedicated to Our Lady as well. And then on on Saturday is the Rosary Crusade. So it's going to be a full week, a very good week to strengthen our faith. And we're so happy that you came today, Meredith and and Terry, for being here and. Well, you know, I, I try to fly by the Any seat of my pants. Any closing thoughts? I have, I have a, a thought that's really been coming to me a lot this week about this. Um, we Americas, Americans learn very slowly. And this happened a, a hundred years ago. And what a blessing it is for us to be here and hearing it on the anniversary where we can act upon it. And I taught this to my children as I... I homeschooled for 20 years, and the Fatima was a big part of my homeschooling, religious education for my children. But to be part of the 100th anniversary is huge for us. The graces that, you know, Mary has been trying to give to us, we have had what I call a spiritual umbrella up for many, many years. And Mary is asking us to take that umbrella down and to receive all these graces for our families. Father gave the most beautiful little homily, um, and I want to just share this with you. If someone is sharing with you a problem that they're having, he said, tell them you have the answer and get the address of where your adoration chapels are or the address of the Bomber Stadium and say, go there. There's the answer to this problem. He said, um, rural, Earl Rudder Freeway, Highway, whatever, Go there when someone is going to complain to you about a big problem. Nothing is too big that we can't take to Our Lady or Our Lord in the Eucharist. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank Terry Lipscomb, Meredith Olson, Father Jim. I want to thank our Blessed Mother for leading us to this program today. And I remind you that the Family Rosary Crusade is October the 21st, 10 a.m., Bomber Stadium. Thank you for listening. And remember... Between choosing from here on earth and our goal for heaven, always round up.